Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Joining us here in studio, happy to have him here with us. He is the executive director of Guns Down America, our friend for many years, Igor Volsky. How are you, buddy? I'm good, Mark. And for many years, we started talking back when I only thought and wrote about healthcare. That's right. Which was like, That's right. like six, seven years ago. That's right. That's right. And so, well, tell me start there. What, I mean, that was quite a decision to make. To leave your career as a writer and journalist yeah. to take on take on something like this, and this ain't easy. It's certainly not easy, but I think what keeps me at it is I think we have a real clear value add to the movement, to the gun control movement, and a really clear sense of how you can start making change on this issue without waiting for lawmakers to act. Right, um, right. And for me, really, Mark, that focuses on organizing businesses and pushing businesses to lean into gun reform in a real way. Has 2019 been a good year for Guns Down America in doing that? Well, we've had some big successes. Right. We were responsible for pushing Walmart to really lean into this issue in a real way, to announce that they were dramatically stepping back from gun sales, to announce that they're going to start lobbying Congress on gun reform. They're going to ask their customers not to bring guns into their stores. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty fundamental change when you think about all of the Walmart stores, all in red areas. Right. When folks walk in, they're not going to see assault weapons. They're not going to see the kind of ammunition that goes into assault weapons. And that, I think, is how you begin to really change the culture around guns and how we as Americans view firearms. Uh, I noticed too, I mean, Dick's Sporting Goods made a big decision yes. this year too. Yes. That was major. That was major and they posted high profits just a couple of weeks right, ago, they the highest they they've seen, which I think to me, hey, particularly in the era of Trump where everybody has to pick a side, consumers reward companies that reflect their values. Mm -hmm. They reward companies that fight for them. And so when a business says, you know, for us, the most important business priority is to keep our customers and employees alive mm -hmm. and that we as a business are going to use all of the political power we have, all of the cultural cachet we have to help make that happen. That, I think, um, particularly at a time when 
you know, everybody supports gun reform out there. That's the kind of um, decision. That's the kind of message I think that's resonating with consumers. When we, when we say everybody supports it, we literally we mean, literally mean almost everybody, including Republicans, including Republicans, including gun owners, owners who say that they not only want to see expanded background checks, but they want to go even further. They're of gun ownership. They want gun licensing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need a license to drive a car, you should have a license to own a gun. Right. Uh, you tweeted something earlier too about what millennials um, consider priorities, and we assume those things are things other than guns, but that is priority number one, isn't it? Gun yeah. violence. There was a new Amnesty International survey that found that guns in the United States for American teens are the concern, the threat of gun violence. Mm-hmm. And they have good reason to be worried. You know, we know that in America, American teenagers are 82 times, Mark, 82 times more likely to die from gun violence than their international peers. That's wow. an incredible statistic. Yeah, it is. Um, of course, I was at March for Our Lives, and that was important because that was the first time you saw African-American youngsters and white youngsters together yeah. around guns. Yeah. And, you know, if you boil it down quite simply, you know, for years, and it still is often the case, African-American youngsters often fear gun violence on the way to and from school, whereas Mm -hmm. a lot of white youngsters fear gun violence inside the school. So, I mean, we really have a serious problem in this country. Well, that's a great way to put it. And, you know, I have to say, Mark, before Parkland, the way we talked about gun violence really only focused on mass shooting, only focused on the anxiety of mostly white kids in suburban areas being vulnerable to to a mass shooting, which is a very real danger and a very real threat. But as you point out, it's not what gun violence actually looks like in the United States. We know that black and brown Americans are disproportionately impacted by gun violence, by everyday gun violence. And only after Parkland, and I think a lot of credit goes to the Parkland leaders, did we start to really link those two together the everyday gun violence, the mass shootings, and I think police violence can be added to this as well. And we need to think about all of that as a consequence of America's toxic gun culture, Mm -hmm. a culture that says that to be a real man, you need a gun. Um, And that, I think, is partly responsible for why we see the police shootings we see. You obviously add a layer of racism to it, and it takes on a whole other dimension. But, you know, the UPS shooting... Uh, that happened just a couple of days ago is a perfect example where a police were responding to an incident where people were armed. So that already shapes their response. When you have more guns than people in America, police respond in a more violent way, obviously. But also when they're uh, you know, they're not immune from these notions of what masculinity is, of what true right. power right. is. They right. need right. a gun to really operationalize that. And it happened, of course. Um, the UPS shooting, uh, you're here the day. Now, folks, by the time this airs, there will probably be, unfortunately, I have to say, another shooting. Yeah. So this will still be timeless. But you hear the day after what happened in, in Jersey City. It, it, it's... It's a good thing in a strange way that now all of the gun violence is looked at um, not so disparately anymore because, Mm -hmm. you know, there was a time 
when it was categorized. Yep. It was a certain kind of gun violence over there, a certain kind over there, just like with black and white kids. Mm-hmm. You know, there's street gang-related violence. That's kind of over there. Uh, violence, mass shooting in the school, that's kind of over there. Uh, police, that's something, a different category. And what people are suspecting in Jersey City, a hate crime, that's in its own category. Mm-hmm. But I think people finally are now beginning to say, wait a minute. We don't need to separate out all these things. Gun violence is violence is gun violence, right? Yeah. And I got to say, Mark, you know, I was born in the Soviet Union uh, in Ukraine, in Kiev. Uh, We fled the Soviet Union because of anti-Semitism, because there was such limited opportunity for for Jewish people. I remember I was five or six years old and I was uh, at my father's house. He had a stand-up piano. And I would come in and I would bang on that piano. Uh, and one day the piano fell over on me and I mm. had to go to the hospital. Mm. Uh, and I was in, at a ward with kids my age, four, five, six at the time. And back then, my last name wasn't Volsky. My last name was Katzman, Igor Katzman. Mm. It's a very Jewish last name. Mm-hmm. And the kids at that ward in the Soviet Union knew that. And at age four, five, six, they began making fun of me. Wow. For being Jewish. Wow. It was my first experience with anti-Semitism. I came home, told my mom about it. She looked at me and she said, well, you don't look particularly Jewish. Maybe if we change your last name, things would be easier for you. Mm. And at the time, uh, there was an earthquake in the country of Georgia. And the man who was running the recovery effort and hopefully doing a wonderful job his last name was Volsky, and so we became the Volskys, and so that's how I wow. became Igor Volsky. But I never imagined, Mark, and certainly my family never imagined when we, for a better life, that we would hear from the president of the United States and from the Republican Party who turns the other way the kind of anti-Semitic tropes that just a couple of days ago when he said that all Jews are just money grabbers with dual loyalty. And then two days ago, you saw this shooting in Jersey City by someone who may have been motivated by anti-Semitic beliefs. So uh, uh, scary, frankly. It really is scary as a Jewish person, as a gay person, to be living at a time when hate crimes are on the rise, but you combine that with easy access to firearms, hate plus easy access to firearms equals the yeah. kinds of strategies we yeah. face. Yeah, well, perhaps we shouldn't say too loudly, lest Trump hear that um, you all as Jews, you like Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, you know, uh, <laughs> he, he held a special disdain for him, uh, uh, ironically, folks, or, or not coincidentally. Um, but you're right. Um, he carries out all those anti-Semitic uh, tropes. Yeah. You know, once when I after once he gave a speech about Jews, the next day I had the chairman of the Democratic Party on, and I asked him. I said, you know, uh, 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 clearly in fun, you know, one thing he says it's nothing but disjo- disloyal Jews yeah. in the Democratic Party. I mean, he he says these things, and you know, I was pointing out to people. I was on TV one night, mm-hmm. and I just found it necessary to point some of his anti-Semitism out. And a lot of people didn't know. When you say shifty shift, you know, when you use adjectives like shifty, sleepy eyes, Chuck Todd, you know, those are old time anti-Semitic mm-hmm. tropes that were used against Jewish people. And I thought everybody knew that. Yeah. But a lot of people really don't know when he says that stuff. It's not just random. He's calling somebody shifty and sleepy eyed. That's 
He, he's getting and, that from somewhere. And, and he knows it. Impact is so real. You know, I we talked about how I started my career in in healthcare, and uh, I used to work a lot in Obamacare. I right. spent a lot of time on Fox News talking about <laughs> Obamacare, <laughs> and when that would happen, I would get a response that was, "We disagree with you on the policy. Go away. Go away, you Soviet. What a stuff." <laughs> but these days, when I appear on those networks, the anti-Semitism mark mm-hmm. is. My mom was wrong. I do look Jewish, it turns out, because the anti-Semitism is mind-blowing. I didn't get that kind of hate three, four years ago. Um, It's all over this country. Uh, And the fact that this is a president who gives um, a real platform to those kinds of beliefs, uh, I I mean, nauseating, I don't even know how know, how to describe what's... What's being done? I also like to mention when we talk about this issue too, Igor. Um, we've talked about you know gun violence, um, you know, and when it occurs in terms of of actual actions and mm-hmm. offense targets. Mm-hmm. But man, we have so many gun deaths accidentally, suicide too, don't we? On on Veterans, I spent Veterans Day. People, you know, I'm sorry, uh, well, I it was Veterans Day in last month. You know, I spent Veterans Day talking about vets who commit suicide. I said, y'all don't want to romanticize this stuff, but let's get in the nitty-gritty on what's really happening with some mm-hmm. of our vets. Talk to us, if you would, about that, about how prevalent that is, the accidental deaths, the suicides that we literally don't hear about in the newspaper. Well, suicides make up two-thirds of America's <sighs> gun deaths. Um, it, you know, that's why, to me, when you hear a lot of a lot of folks and even, you know, lawmakers who are on the right side of this issue talking about, oh, we just need to get guns out of the wrong hands or we just need to make sure that dangerous people don't get guns. I don't know what that means in a country where two thirds right. are suicides or people taking their own life. Right. Why? Because they have such easy access to firearms in a way that they don't. In ever, ever, almost every other nation, um, you talk about you know so-called accidental shootings. Okay. Just yesterday, the Associated Press released an investigation that found that law enforcement officials in American classrooms—I think it was this year alone—quote unquote accidentally discharged their weapon almost two dozen times. These are trained law enforcement officials in American schools having such quote-unquote, accidents with their firearms. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine what would happen if the NRA got their teachers with guns all across this country? The problem is, look, it's not the people. It's not about dividing folks between responsible gun owners and dangerous people. It's about recognizing that guns are inherently dangerous. Yeah. And therefore, we need to raise the standard of gun ownership in this country to make it harder for everybody to get a gun, to make sure they get a license, to make sure they register that firearm, to make sure there's continuing education and safe storage. That's how other countries have significantly reduced their gun deaths. That's how they've significantly saved large numbers of lives. We know what to do. We just have to have the courage to push our lawmakers and to frankly push American businesses at a time of federal inaction to step up to the plate um, and get us to a better place. Is there a a special... uh holiday season target or campaign that guns down America's involved in? Well, you know, there's uh, a, biz- a, a campaign called Business Must Act, businessmustact.org. 
what we did was we looked at the 29 largest retailers in the United States, and we asked our researchers to figure out how much each company has leaned into gun reform. How much have they done to keep their customers and their employees safe this holiday season? We've graded those 29 companies uh, on a scale of A to F. And so if folks go to businessmustact.org, they can thank the 10 businesses that have an A or a B for doing the right thing, and they can urge the other uh, businesses that have C's and D's and F's to do better um, on, on, on this very critical issue and, frankly, use their consumer power when they go to a Kohl's, for instance, uh, or a Nike store. Uh, okay, you can go shop there, but when you do, go share that and, and tell them that you expect – your the, the business that you're giving your money to, to reflect your values, to reflect your beliefs, uh, and frankly, be an active participant. Don't just sit on the sidelines as a business. Be an active participant in helping keep all of us aligned. Yo, I'm looking at the list now. This is rough, y'all. Uh, <laughs> 7-Eleven, Ace Hardware, uh, Applebee's, Barnes & Noble, all Fs, Amazon with a B, Chick-fil-A with an F, Costco has a B, Dunkin' Donuts, an F, Home Depot, an F, uh, Coles has an F, Kroger has an A, Lowe's has an F, McDonald's has an F, Nike has an F, Nordstrom has a B. Uh, uh, so, Brendan, you can go buy my Christmas gift from Nordstrom. I know you're going to do that anyway. Uh, uh, Old Navy has uh, an A, Starbucks has a B, Target a B, Trader Joe's a B, Waffle House a C, Walmart has an A. That's a big flip, Lord have mercy. Yes, it is. Uh, God bless them and Whole Foods with a B. So, folks, businessmustact.org. Uh, very, very important. And now that we know that uh, our good friend Igor Volsky is in and out of New York uh, more often than we realize, we're going to have you back in the <laughs> studio more often because this has to be priority number one. Yeah, We have got to to cut this out. Folks, we invite you to go to businessmustact.org. Also, the website for Guns Down America. Gunsdownamerica.org. Gunsdownamerica.org. Appreciate the work that you're doing. Uh, keep it up, my friend. Thank you so and, much, Mark. And, and we, thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay, let's get you across the street. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're just two blocks away. Sir. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.